It's freezing outside. Gotta get a nice coat. Unfortunately, for many people here in Texas, it's never really been <laughs> a problem, you know? Man, it's cold here. It's cold here. It's like nothing they ever felt before. Me? Yeah, cold's cold. You get some layers. Keep your core toasty. And you'll be fine. What you shouldn't do, though, is ignore the cold. That'll kill you. ladies and gentlemen oh no not just a new day for you and for me but for everyone across this galaxy it seems we have a special guest today i know some of you've been waiting to hear from her i know i have it's a stone fox you know what i'm talking about she got some life lessons for you ladies and gentlemen and if you're willing to listen if you're willing to learn might actually be ready to grow it's all up to you just like anything else in this world it's a choice left to right forward or backward truth to lies the only way to know for sure is to dig deep and to listen to that voice in you that says Keep growing. So I told y'all that the Stone Fox was going to give y'all some knowledge. Fox, please let the people know exactly who you are. Well, um, by way of God, first of all, I'm just, I'm just a humble girl from California, raised in Virginia, down here in Louisiana. I, uh... I'm a sociology major. I went to Wiley College. I was founded in 1873 by the Freedmen's Aid Society. It's a method-based institution. It's pretty much the uh, 
just keep that in mind. That's, that's pretty much the ultimate foundation as to where my life path has taken me so far. But these days, I'm really not too wrapped up in titles, you know. When I'm when I'm asked that question, it's so loaded. I know, right? It's like, it's like, hey, fit your life in three minutes or less. Go. <laughs> right, like, just do it in a nutshell. Who are you? Um, shit. I'm just your, just your local astrologer, man. That's that's pretty much it. The like, Stone I've Fox, my local astrologer. You said what? The Stone Fox, my local astrologer. <laughs> that's it that's really it and I'm just here to help you make it make sense like there's a lot going on these days and I really feel like people need a little bit of guidance and with what I've been through so far which you'll learn a little bit more about later on is that sometimes you, it's always nice to have someone more experienced in certain things than you especially when it's spiritually based yeah. because that's a really intimidating realm to step into with spirituality and a lot of people are already intimidated so well quick question for for the folks that that don't know you personally what is what are your uh what's what's your spiritual background um you know like growing up were you in the church uh the mosque oh, expound a bit there. Definitely. Okay, so I was born, I've always identified as Christian, right? Growing up, my grandma was a Jehovah's Witness. I don't remember her taking me to temple, but I believe she then stepped into Baptist, and then we would go to church every Sunday. Um, after a while, my grandma stopped going to church because she she said that she had she was paying her time. She did every she did everything she was supposed to do. She said it's young people. So then for a while, we didn't go back to church. And then my mom and me, when we were in Virginia, we didn't go to church because we were too busy working. But I still identified as a Christian. So then fast forward to 2007, I moved to Louisiana. And it pretty much, I graduated from Southwood High School. Shout out to... Shout out to the Cowboys. I heard they're having a pretty good season. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that, though. (laughs) But, um... End up going to college, and I really didn't even want to go. I was just explaining this to someone uh, just a few hours ago, too, is that it's crazy because my life path is number seven, and that's that's the life path of spirituality, of truth-seeking, of empathy, of, you know, going into the unknown. And so much of my life path is ingrained in my, in my journey here because I end up going to college it's a Methodist-based college, so <laughs> they participate in Ash Wednesday. We have to go to chapel every Tuesday. Um, on top of that, then I become the chaplain of the chapter of my sorority that I pledge. And I'm like, okay, I didn't even connect those dots then. See, that's when I was wandering. You know, I, wand- I was wandering. I wasn't too lost, but I was wandering. I was like, man, where am I going? Like, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to be again? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially evolving my prayer game, like being able to articulate in prayers really 
is really important. And um, as far as like an overall spiritual background, like I have to take everything spiritual, like because it runs in my family. Like my mom can remember all of the dreams she's ever had. I have extremely vivid dreams. Of course, you know, because we already talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but dreams that they have to mean something. Like, you can't just, oh, okay, well, I'm going to just shake that off. And then you wondering why you deja vuing to death. You wondering why shit is looking familiar in unfamiliar territory. You feel some type of way. And it's like, come on now. Like, maybe that's your way of receiving the message from the most high. You heard me? You have to be willing to pay attention. Why are you so scared to get the direction that you be asking for? Exactly. <laughs> like, we pray for this guidance and then it's, it's given to us in a special way because we don't want to believe it or we don't want to, you know, acknowledge it because it didn't come in a certain way. See, uh, <laughs> then I start fussing at folks because then it's like nobody can tell you how you're going to be able to communicate or get your, your wherever you need or whatever you need from the most. They're not going to be able to tell you how that's supposed to go. Word life. They're, they're, you can't sit there and ask all the pastors and all their stories are going to be the same. They knew they were anointed with the gift that they had when boom, it happened for them. Man. And it's hard to translate that to people because then it's kind of like, well, how do you know? And it's like, you have to be in touch with your feeling. Like, to me, spirituality and emotion, just emotion in general, it's always hand-in-hand. It should always be tied hand-in-hand. You have to put your emotions and your spirituality for me. Most definitely. Anyone who's experienced, anyone who's had... In a, a, a spiritual uh, a, a spiritual event happen within them because it doesn't happen to you it happens within right. you you know anyone who's exactly. who's experienced that kind of uh, that kind of movement within their being already knows that the first thing that it touches on a physical spectrum is your emotions you know you may begin to cry you may begin to scream you may begin to laugh you may begin you you may even feel some anger or some some disdain, right. you know, because that um, the the emotion is raw. The the emotion can't be yep. subdued, you know. Once once you have a spiritual event happen within you, and you know it's it's important to let to remind people uh, that your emotions are not something to be ashamed of or something to to hide from exactly. you. Exactly. You know, um shy away from, be scared of, none of that. We don't need yeah. none of that right now. It's enough of that. We had enough of hiding from our emotions in the age of Pisces, mm-hmm. enough, you know, leaving shit in the back rooms and, you know, quiet as it's kept. No more of that. Yes, no, ma'am. No more yes, of ma'am. that. We can't take that where we're going now. Well we gonna, need to have our wits about us now. We're gonna go ahead and uh break right quick. Uh, nice segue. You mentioned the age of Pisces. Um, we're going to pay some bills real quick, and then we're going to start talking about uh, where we sit right now in the grand cosmic scheme of things. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the Are You Experienced Cafe, and you're here with my host, uh, with my special guest, excuse me, the Stone Fox.
Well, this song was actually made, I think, in '69 uh, by a group called the Fifth, uh, the Fifth Element. Uh, you, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'm sorry, not Fifth Element, the Fifth Dimension, the Fifth Dimension. Oh, I was it, trying to say. Yeah. Uh, now you may have heard the Let the Sunshine. Let the sun shine in. Okay, not the best rendition of that song, but it's it's a pretty popular song. So, Fox, these these good folks have been waiting patiently for us to tell them exactly why they're listening today. Um, can you expound a bit uh, on the age of Aquarius and the the transition from Pisces into Aquarius and what that really means for all of us here on Earth? This is this is why people like me uh, <laughs> keep people like you around us because I don't know everything, <laughs> and uh, in all actuality, everything that I do know was given to me, so I really don't know that. <laughs> Because see, going up into that point, 
Oh, the change. See, to, to be honest, like, another catalyst for me was Nipsey Hussle's death. I was really taken aback by that. Like, I, I was very offended. I was very hurt. I was very shocked. Yeah. Because that man, and it was it was off the basis of human to human, y'all, for real. It affected me because I didn't listen to his music at first. Like, not like that. Like, I got a couple Nipsey songs in my phone and shit, but I'm not going to get on here and be like, yeah, I was a hardcore Nipsey fan. I just, when I seen that man, he was taking care of business. So I'm like, okay, he's doing good. Now I'm like, okay, he's dating Lauren London. Okay, he's always been minding his business. That man minded his business and was trying to raise the awareness of the youth out there doing stuff for the schools, out there empowering our youth, trying to teach them something different. Trying to teach them you can come from the streets and still make something of yourself. It doesn't matter where you came from. It's, it's, a, it's a part of where you're going. Yeah, it's yeah. going to create your journey. It's going to make you who you are. Don't be afraid of that. Never, you know, never shy away from He was, ooh, just a strong, just a strong gentle energy like what the black man you see on the street and you be like man look i know he he either know what he's talking about or i can ask him for directions and he's not gonna leave me astray <laughs> like say yeah. man can you please tell me where to get x y and z x y and z and he'll be like oh yeah give me just a minute <laughs> he's gonna get you right on the gather like, life. It, it baffled me when he lost his life it, it was like out of all the people because then it's like i i know Cause then I know we lost Kobe. That's another one that <laughs> we'll touch on that in a moment for my sports fans. Cause that's a whole different level. You heard me. For real. It was just like men minding their business. Who really wasn't out there, you know, being a part of any scandals, not spreading no falsehoods, not spreading things like, oh, you young men need to be treating women like trash and that kind of narrative spreading that kind of shit these men were out here walking it and talking it and doing what they said they were going to do and moving in silence and being men it was it, they were manly men men that you don't you don't just find men like that that's that's a man of honor there a man who is aware of himself and what he's doing for his community and for his family yeah yeah and uh i watched that man's whole processional that day I got in trouble at work for it too. I said, fuck all that. And I still watched it. That's the only processional I ever watched in, in its entirety because I couldn't be there. I needed to pay tribute to that man. It's like you, you was out here really just in your own lane. And it's just, it still hurts to this day because it's, it's kind of like you see the gap in his timeline. You heard me. You see that gap there. You see that hurt. You see the hurt. You see the way it changed the community of family, a dynamic. He was definitely an anchor in his family. Just yeah. somebody so grounded and humble like that and willing to give free information. He was kicking game in them interviews. Oh, you always. You going back and really looking at his interviews and shit and the way he spoke. He did, did a knowledgeable man. That man was reading books and on the side. I don't care. <laughs> I know he had a library. Hello, you gotta start looking at the real shit. Look, you can kick games and let me see your library. Let me see your tools, what you got going on. He has some powerful tools to be dropping gems like that. Now, when, and, you, uh, when you look at people like Nipsey, and um, now I've actually heard some younger folks say the same thing about Juice World, about his music. Now, I've listened to his music and I've seen some, uh, some juxtaposition. 
and some of the stuff that I listen to and even some of the stuff that I make, it's just the sound wasn't, you know, the sound that I was used to or the sound that was easily accepted by a person like me. I'm not even going front. But how do you how do you uh you know look at you know deaths of prominent people such as you know Nipsey and 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 uh move it essentially in a parallel with what's going on in the world today and how people are more uh more apt to take advice or to look towards the knowledge rather than speculation and, and, and allegory. My you asked real shit. Okay, my <laughs> you notice how we do? Well because y'all because y'all can't see, uh the Stone Fox is actually using some uh research material of her own uh you know, some, uh, and, and this is, this is why, this is why I like, uh, having conversations like these with her because she's not just going to throw some shit out there and hope it stick. No, she's going to make sure that if she's given some information that it's coming from a place of power, a place of truth and a place of, uh, knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And she's going to make it to where we can all understand it. We're not going to have to use too much discernment at all. <laughs> You know what? It's funny that you say that because that's actually in my birth chart that I'm really good at translating information for people. Yeah. <laughs> like to better help them understand. It makes me so good though that I'm able to do things like that. That's a blessing in itself to be able to interpret and translate like that. We'll get on that too. But number one, what we're going to talk about is the martyrdom here. Okay. Martyrdom. And then martyrdom goes hand in hand to me with the catalyst for change. Mm. So remember, our, our elders had. MLK and Malcolm X and unfortunately they, they were murdered remember that, that's that martyrdom that's that I I don't even oh child, I don't I want to say this the right way fuck it in a way their purpose was their whole purpose was to it, to build up this energy to inflict this massive change and make people see it from a different perspective and that change usually comes with something catastrophic that change is that unfortunately they get up to this they they build this energy of change this rapid movement of succession here in one direction like we have to change it incites change once that catalyst comes and they unfortunately lose their lives, and, and Nipsey included. But look at the the energy disbursement created that that wave of this will change, this has to change. We not taking no for answer. Mm-hmm. It ended our George Floyd, our Tamar Rice's, our Breonna Taylor's martyrdom. Mm. And do you... it's not something some, sometimes you're not even you. it's people running around here calling themselves martyrs that's how you know you're not a martyr for real and martyr's not going to call themselves a martyr exactly. an alpha man's not going to call himself an alpha man <laughs> come on come on. I need people to start reading between those lines just keep keep that for yourself there's a lot <laughs> of people running around here calling themselves X, Y, and Z and I'm this and I'm that okay have fun with that <laughs> but these unfortunate not even unfortunately, because it's like they're, they're, 
their names are going to live on, their energy lives on, that they created the basis for people, people of color learning about the law, learning about violations, learning about what in your own home, how do you govern yourself when some shit like this happens? Getting black folks on board with getting life insurance policies, getting black folks in, in, in line with what's going on in your local politics, getting black folks to go to the neighborhood watch me. Like we need, it's creating that kind of change that is needed, necessary change that otherwise wouldn't come about without that catalyst there. Like, it had like volcanoes it, it's all that energy is mounting up all that energy is mounting up it has to go somewhere that might be a little bit far-fetched but i, I mean like no uh, listen listen and, and and this is this is just brass tacks um so just in case you you know uh because i i love to provide as much clarity and 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 background as possible um what, uh, what, what we're all talking about right now is the fact that a martyr uh, can be the, the, the match that lights uh, the fuel for, exactly. uh, for revolution. Uh, exactly. Now, <laughs> you know, uh, she used the, 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 the example of the pressure in a volcano. And honestly, I think that's the best example because, you know, that at the end of the day, the energy's there, like you said, whether it's whether you consider it good, bad, or otherwise, the energy's there. And it definitely does, you know, definitely has to go somewhere. Where, though? Where does it go? Who has to deal with it? Who, uh, you know, these are the questions that we, ne- we, ne- we, as a country, when I say we, as a country, we've never even asked, like, what's going to happen when the, the, the offspring of these people begin to get fed up and say, listen, I won't stand for it anymore. I won't let my children go through this. And, exactly. You know, and, and, and especially now with climate change and all of this stuff going on. And that's also something uh, that we may get into a little later. Uh you know, we don't know how much longer the planet going to be here. And the last thing we going to have is y'all treating my kids like this on our way out this mofo. You understand? Right. We going to have some, got a limited time here. Yeah, we going to have some decorum in these last couple of hundred thousand years. <laughs> like, we need to get this shit. We need to wrap it the fuck up. Hello. Because yeah. it's, it's, some of this shit is just, we shouldn't have to tolerate that now. There's some shit out here like, why can't I still not go to certain towns? In the United States of America, right down, right down the road in Louisiana, right down the road in Texas, right, right down the road. At any given moment, you on the wrong back road. Listen, back road. Why is that still ha- like why? Let me this tell you. Question of the year is why. <laughs> I was riding a bicycle through a park, going through a town called, wait for it, White Settlement. My God. I don't even have to tell you anymore. You know the police pulled me over. You know the police you pulled me over. In these parts. You know the police I'm took my backpack they don't off. Even wear colored anymore over there. They probably do. You know he took my backpack off and dug through it and saw a work uniform and asked me where I was going. You know he did. Probably saw the badge too. 
you can't put two and two together, sir. That clearly I'm making my way downtown, minding my business, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking with you, I'm not feeding, I'm not doing nothing. You decided to it put your energy on. That's some other shit I just don't like when people just try to come up on you with, they, with their own shit. And then feed on your energy and wonder why you react the way you do. You can't pull up on nobody no any kind of way and expect them to just react the way you want them to react. Exactly. Like, you wonder why people get hostile. You pull up on me with two other motherfuckers and I didn't even see where y'all came from. Y'all got guns and flashlights. I'm finna get scared. <laughs> exactly. What's like, going on? Like, and then nobody <laughs> talks. You just ordering me around. What the fuck is going on? You gotta, you gotta pull up on people right. See, people don't have that decency, though, that consideration for the collective. Here we go. With the age of Aquarius, it's gonna, it's, it's, it's a lot of societal changes, is what I'm understanding. A lot of societal awareness. A lot of shedding of old ideologies we're already talking about massive change in this spiritual in this spiritual situation here because Aquarius is essentially spiritual mm. able to ask the right questions to seek higher knowledge to raise their own consciousness and be the better versions of themselves that they seek to be well let me I have an Aquarius rising so mm. that's all in my realm I'm all about raising the frequency you know so, what exactly is the Aquarius? The Aquarius is the water bearer. People got it fucked up. Aquarius is not a water sign. It is a sign that bears water, but it is an air sign. This is an air sign with the ability to reach into their emotions and tap in and tap out when they want to. So, like That's rain. Feel like, it's- like a cloud. Mm-hmm. Like a cloud and exactly. rain and snow and ice and wind and tornadoes and... All that air shit, all that air and water shit, humidity, all that, all that mixed and moist. Ooh, somebody, humidity. Somebody, hold up now, hold up, hold up. Now, full disclosure, full disclosure, I am an Aquarius. I do not know uh, as much about my Zodiac as uh, the Stone Fox, but I'm learning little by little. So I'm I, obviously in situations like this, I speak less and listen more. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's just about see, because my rising is in Aquarius, my ascendant sign is in Aquarius. So just real quick, basic one on one. If anybody is new to astrology, you're like with sun sign, moon sign, ascendant sign. What you talking about? Number one, the moment you were born, the celestial bodies were in a precise placement. And under that precise placement, you were brought into the world. Your soul entered your body. You started your timeline. At that precise, I feel like your birth chart needs to be just as important to you as your birth certificate. That is the aspects that make you you. Of course, it's not going to sit there and just read your life for filth and be able to tell you the winning lottery numbers and your hopes and dreams and whatnot. No, no, no. Again, that's where people have it fucked up. That's what fortune cookies are for. Exactly, clearly. Uh, or Cleo, just call it Cleo Highline. I don't remember her. But, but it is essentially a blueprint. It's your blue, your celestial blueprint. The celestial blueprint of your soul. The sun and its placement. Of course, that, that would be what you lead with. You heard me. So 
in in divination and learning because divination and astrology go hand in hand to me. It's like your sun sign is your the way you present yourself to the world. Your moon sign is your internal, that's your emotions and shit. Right? So your moon sign has a lot to play out with how you how you feel about certain things, how you articulate your feelings, the depths of the depths of your feelings. Right? Then you have your rising sign. Your rising sign is just basically the the Oh shit. Because you're presenting, you got your internal and your rising sign. It's like, it's to me, it's just the way, it's like your awareness. It fucks people up because your rising sign will have people thinking that you're one way. And then you're like, oh, but I'm a, you know, I'm a Gemini. Oh, so, so, so the way you see you yourself. Correct. Right, exactly right. It's all about interpretation, perception, you know. And it does play hand-in-hand as well with psychology. So a lot of people don't like astrology because, you know, I don't believe in the horoscope. That's because you're not reading it accurately. And I'm not saying you got to decode astrology, but astrology is not for somebody who just looks for several shit. But this shit is not a scavenger hunt. This is some shit you have to, you have to know. You have to do your research. You have to know how to look at your horoscope. You're not just going to look at your sun sign. Because if I just told you that your sun sign is how you project yourself to the world or how you come off to the world, then I just told you that your moon sign rules your emotions. Wouldn't you want to look at a horoscope for that too? Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And then we're not even going to account for your Venus sign, which rules your sex. You're, you're the way you you're in relationships or what have you or love for that matter. But you know what? We're not talking about your Mars sign or the way you like to fight or get aggressive or how how you strategize in very very strenuous you know situation. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of shit. It's a it's but it's you, a lot of it, shit. it all goes back to people uh, and and. I've seen this. I've seen people say, oh, you know, my son's sign is whatever, whatnot. Uh, and my, you know, uh, but I was born under this. And that's as far as it goes. Like people really just, they don't care about their emotions. They don't care about, they only care about what everyone else sees. You know, uh, the, the people, and, and this is, this was classic Pisces behavior. People were so, so, uh, Interest or so uh, focused on what the rest of the school was doing, you know, mm-hmm. what the rest of the, you know, how the rest of the school dressed, you know, you didn't want to be the fish that was, you know, separate from the school. You wanted to be part of everything that everyone else was. And the Pisces is the dreamer being lost in a fantasy, you know, being lost in the foul, just the, 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 the foggy distorted weekend video that we've been in for the past <laughs> years. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. No shade for the weekend. That's my dude, man. He's a really great guy. If you got some good weed, I fuck with some weekend. That's some, yeah, that's on another note. I, I'll put y'all up on that. But listen to me. Some of his videos was a little bit out there. Him and Sizzle on the cool. It was kind of like that's what the fuck the past few years was like. Head we trip. were too concerned with the outside. So we were made to go inside literally and figuratively. We were made to go in the house. Your house in dreams represents your subconscious anyway. Yeah. Just in that closet and clean it the fuck out. In translation, clean them fucking skeletons out your closet. We're not hiding anymore. 
work. All that shit that you used to work away and go to work and hide from and go to work and, and cope with and, and ignore. Nah, son. Nah, enough of that. Enough of that. Go home. And guess what? You finna see how your marriage is failing. Okay, so on that note, <laughs> she's stepping all over my feet. So we're going to take a break. We're going to let... Uh, <laughs> we're going to let... Uh, Rhapsody, uh, give y'all some flows and uh, we're gonna pay some bills and be right back. About timing, right? All my stars still aligning. True. Rap never did no whining. No. That's the great old and Moscato red success, hella gratifying. Hello. For the real ones, was a million and my folk all still dying. I need to get some more. So we back. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Hey. You know what? Now. You gotta, but you also gotta think about this. You know, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Then they sit there, no, cause fuck all that. Because then they sit there and say, well, I just don't see it. You know how long black people have been living in a dual world? We were brought up in duality. We have to live. That's why code switching exists. <laughs> it's because we've always have to be aware of their world and our world. Quest. You have to walk them, especially if you was a straight-A student, especially if you was getting internships. You had to know how to walk and talk with the white folks and still get down with your people. Come let, on now. We've been out here in this world navigating. So, so for you to sit there, they're able to ignore it. You chose to ignore it. You well, chose to ignore what you saw. Oh, no. That's why you can you can say that you, you don't see it. Most definitely. That's what creates your reality. But you, you, also have to, you also have to think about this part. If the culture... If the culture where they're from is to ignore it, if they're from a place that's predominantly black, where they don't have to deal with too many other influences somewhere like Memphis or, you know, places where there aren't any white people. If you've ever been to Memphis, you'd be hard pressed to find a white person. So it's not uncommon for someone to behave what would be considered inappropriate in, you know, mixed company. But at the same time, why does it even matter? Why does the way that this man behave, whether, I mean, if it's not causing you harm, why the hell does it matter? I mean, who wants to be around somebody loud while they trying to eat, obviously? Oh, no, it's, it, absolutely. I definitely feel that. Like, why does it offend you so that that person is unbothered and minding their business? Exactly. And that's, again, going internal. 
asking yourself these hard questions, these questions that you might have not wanted to acknowledge. Or acknowledgement. Even and better question. We did just have that. Um, we did just have that eclipse, and from what I understood about that, is that that full solar eclipse, because the moon and throw does mean secret. So then what happens when you shine light on secrets, they're revealed to you, right? So the truth is being revealed about a lot of things, places, people, now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are finding out not only just what's going on in society, but what's been going on in their own home. Exactly. Their own and that that's that was like, the second question. Why is it that this person has to stop being who they are inherently? Because at the end of the day whether I like the way this person behaves or not, if they're not violating anyone's rights, they're behaving within the realms of the law. So why is that this person... I'm saying I'm saying the, the law of the land. If they're, not, if they're not violating someone's rights, even if they're being loud or if they're being... Uh, you know, they just minding their business. They enjoying life how they enjoy life. But... If they're not bothering anybody, I'm not, you know, if they're not, you know, inhibiting the walkway, shit like that. They're not doing stuff like this. No reason for anyone to bother them. But people bother them because they don't behave in what's considered whiteness. It's because they're bothered. They're so bothered that we're unbothered. Mm-hmm. And they're so, um, they're, they're bothered because we're still over here thriving in the midst of their oppression, whether it be quiet or outspoken. They expect now because we make a way out of no way. They press us down like coal. You give us a few years, we'll be some diamonds. Don't even worry about it. That's what they don't prepare for. You prepare to have us stuck down there, but you don't. You don't know what's growing down there. Minerals that you fucking need. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Listen, by the way, if you folks uh, at home don't know, this is, again, the Are You Experienced Cafe. And uh, we encourage our listeners. Yes, yes, ma'am. We, we encourage our listeners, uh, who we like to call our family, to go ahead and grab you, you know, a cup of your favorite Joe, uh, your milk tea, uh, your brewski, little uh, vino. Your black tea. Your black tea, you know, if you if you, some tequila, if that's what you got handy, or you know, if you just like look, or you could just roll a blunt if you like Fox and me. <laughs> and just, you just ride the wave with us. You heard there me. You if go. this is your first time riding the wave, congratulations. The fact that you're even aware that change is upon you in your own life—that's where it starts. That's but where you it starts. Take this. This is something that can you you gonna see the the real and the fake real real quick. They finna expose themselves, and it's like when you sit down long enough to pay attention and listen and be quiet, it, everything is revealed to you. Man, Just listen, watch it. the universe will speak Too many to you. Out here, uh, in the silence. You, what? I said the universe will speak to you in the silence. Period. There's too many people out here playing checkers. You need to be playing chess. Nah, baby. <laughs> hey, guess what I just found out? Guess what I just found out? What Everybody up? playing chess? We should have been playing Mahjong. Oh, 
You know what? I'm I'm actually trying to learn go now, because it, I mean I've played it before. I've never been really good at it. What? Go. That's where you got the white tiles and the black, the white dots and the black dots, and you got to surround. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a fun game, but that sounds like some cerebral shit. I yeah. wanted to get into Sudoku, but see, my math skills is already fucked up. Oh, I, I love. I mean, Sudoku's great. I love Sudoku. I love it. I love it because I mean it just it, it it gets you it gets you regimented mentally like for patterns to be able to see ahead of yourself. You know, Sudoku is one of those games where uh, once you get it, you got it. You know, but you gotta get it first because there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities. You know, you know if you look right. at Sudoku like like an like an uh, like a decision you gotta make. There's a lot of possibilities. There's a billion ways you can go. There's only one right way. You know, right. there's only one right way for you. You know, with Sudoku, right. there's only one right way for that particular board, just depending on where the numbers are placed. What I like about Sudoku is unlike decisions, you'll know when you made the wrong one because the shit won't add up. Exactly. <laughs> you'll be at an end point. In your life, where shit is just not making sense, and you'll have to backtrack all those fucking choices you uh -huh. made to, to see which one. That you're at. Yeah, you gonna have to, what you call it? Uh, checking them receipts. Hello, <laughs> so time to go through them receipts. Pull out that fucking receipt book. Now you gotta go and put your taxes hat on. Remember in the cartoons where the tax man always had that hat? Mm -hmm. and he had his little shit that he did like this. Pull that shit out. Time to go ahead and do your accounting for whatever the fuck is standing out. Doesn't make sense. It's got to go because it's led you to a point where now you don't even understand what the fuck going on in your own life. Yeah, the impasse in your own life. You sitting there just dissociated from your own life, numb from your own life to a point where you can't even recognize the patterns that got you there. It's time to start being more self-aware, guys. It's time to, you have to start being more self-aware. Now is not the time to pull up on people wrong, treat people wrong. Treat yourself with respect and then treat other people with respect. How about that? Again, start with yourself. You want to hate on somebody? Hate on yourself first. Don't go out there hating on other people. You know, but start with this, yourself. this is something that, you know, I really didn't learn until I was 24, 25, 26. You know, like up in that zone. You know, it was just like a gradual thing. And then one day it was just apparent and it was, man, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and you got to ask that guy what the fuck he was thinking. And you got to let the motherfucker answer because you can't whoop his ass like you can't beat him. <laughs> the only way you can beat him is with a bullet <laughs> or her, <laughs> you know. So I just had to get in the mirror and say, yo, what were you thinking, man? And I answered myself, and it turns out that I really fucking wasn't. <laughs> you, you find out a lot when you start listening to your real self, Steve. 
not a lot of people are in tune with themselves to even know about that conversation. That goes hand in hand with doing shadow work, taking mm-hmm. long, hard looks at yourself in the mirror, really looking at yourself, yeah. really introspectively. Because guess what? If you're not looking at yourself, guess who else represents the mirror for you? Your friends and your family. And your family. Your friends are always going to represent an aspect of yourself, whether it be positive or negative. They always going to show you always. just who you are. Always the company you, you keep. keep. It's all about the society that you found yourself into. Are they uplifting you? Are they holding you accountable? Are they making you be a better version of yourself, or are they enabling you? As are you they enable them. <laughs> no, but nobody's ready for that conversation. I guess we're all still living in real housewives of whoever the fuck. But that's the company like that. But I like the trash TV too, but it's no more that no more. The pro- I, I don't even know who the fuck is doing what, where, where they're at. The problem is, the one, I, I, I don't have the time. The problem is that the people who think this way, you know what they do? They stay to themselves. They don't be on social media. They, 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 they. Why they, I feel like you trying to low key read me? Yo, I, look, you stepped on my feet earlier. This is what happened when you start preaching to each other. Somebody got to be the choir eventually. <laughs> but no, and, and look, I'm stepping on my own feet right now too. But the ones that don't want drama, they stay away from. Them. They stay away from people because they know that the majority of people is into drama. And the ones that's full of drama, they're the loudest. So you hear and see them more, you know? The prop, like, the, the, the only way to make it make sense <laughs> is for the quiet to be loud and for the loud to be quiet. But the loud would never be quiet until the quiet start to be a little louder. And say, listen, we're normal. You motherfuckers are making it bad for everybody. You're ruining Christmas. <laughs> tell you now I can't even tell you how many times this year I've avoided an accident by avoiding someone else's accident just watching just keeping my eyes open you know keep keep your eyes moving you know but you know I know people who've had two accidents this year you know, this year, 2020, two accidents this year. And I've driven, I've been in the car with them. They don't watch the road, you know? 
They do everything oh. but watch the road. And when you don't watch where you going, you liable to hit somebody else not watching where they're going. And what and, and look, them kind of relationships, two people don't even know where they're going in life. What winds up happening? They always end up separating because they're not going in the same direction. They weren't even headed in the same direction. They messed around and had an accident. From the they had an accident and stayed at the site. <laughs> Collected insurance information and everything. Now y'all just standing there and shit. Y'all just standing there. Then decided to go with one another and shit. Instead of taking it for what it was. But look, you <laughs> going, look. This one going east, this one going west. So where are they going? Nowhere. Pretty if they're together. Not together, right. Not together. We ain't going nowhere together. But shit, separately, we about to go exactly where we need to go. And that and, and that's why recognizing shit, babe. Some people don't want to see the accident. Some people want to just run around with total cars. Some people like being hurt. Some people like the attention they get from the police when they show up and check for them. Yep, yep, yep. Got yep. people out there that like that shit. Like yeah. it's different aspects of this accident that people do like. Whether it's the hurt itself, whether whether it's the, uh, the rush of the initial impact, the, or you know feeling like you might have gotten away, so many different fucking elements of this shit. Like, oh shit, do I have what I need? To it, it, it's all that, all that is wrapped up in it. You just gotta be willing to see it. Well, seeing it's now is the time of seeing the fucking truth. Hello? Well, because you also mentioned uh, that it was gonna be a time when people start looking at relationships that they have with folks and how they affect them so knowing that much right we're looking at the relationships we're using traffic on the road as a euphemism for relationships you done ran across the yellow line and hit somebody head on and y'all fucking around standing there while everybody else moving on with life right but let's talk about the people who don't have a head-on collision Sometimes it's they bump into each other. It's a little fender bender. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. You know, let's exchange information, you know, and then we can keep going on our way. And then, you know what? You see them down the road and y'all travel together. You, you did? Right. You it's, did? But see, there's the agreement of traveling together. Yeah. Oh, we, we're here at the same place. At the, we got to the same place. Without interrupting each other, and it happened naturally. Let's do, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's continue this. Yeah, sometimes. And then guess what? It goes on its natural course. See, you fuck up your natural course and your natural timeline when you force shit. When you force shit to work, when you force shit to look a certain way that it's not. When you're looking through rose colored glasses, knowing damn well ain't shit rosy in your life. No, but, no. I mean, the time for rose colored glasses is gone. People, God, people are using, people are using all of their eyes now. Energy. God damn, that's a thick ass fog too, man. That's some, it's some dark shit, man. Shout out to the ones out there really doing that, that dark ass work, man. Really going to therapy and laying their soul on the line to get a better understanding of themselves right now. What up? It's just a time where you need to be babying your mental health right now. It's a definitely a time to really be introspective, but don't feel like you got to do it alone because that is some stressful shit. 
Yeah. The, the, the shit we're talking about here, acknowledging the reason why you fucked up every relationship you ever had, shit like that, that's not, it, everyone don't take that like <laughs> people with Aquarius in their chart do. See, when you have that air in your chart, you're not weighed down by a lot of things. I also have Libra and Mercury. So, I don't like to be bogged down by a lot of things. I like to be light. This is the time to be light, aka dropping off unnecessary burdens, dropping off things to bad lady. If you a bad lady, the age of Aquarius is not gonna treat you too nice. You're too heavy. Let let all that shit go. All that shit that's no longer serving you. All them relationships that's no longer serving you. If they ain't fucking with you right now, they're not gonna fuck with you. That's it. If they not seeing eye to eye, it's because they don't want to. Is that that's because they've already shown you aspects of who they are and how they want to treat you and how they need you. You can't see eye to eye looking in different directions. If you if y'all standing back to back, you can't. You can't. If you going east and I'm going west, we not we 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 not gonna be standing in front of each other because we want to go. Our compasses ain't even aligned. Our GPS don't even say the same thing. Internal guidance system. Mm-hmm. They say that in NASA all the time. Guidance is internal. Hey, all right, catch that. Hey. Catch that and hold that. <laughs> your guidance is internal always. Well, you know your gut said that that Daquan was like he wasn't shit. No oh, shout out da- to all the Daquans out there. Daquan, yo, what up, D? <laughs> it's the same shit about if her name is Lashawn. You know in your gut, your homeboys, especially if they your trusted homeboys and they've already you know proven the test of time. Like man, I don't, I don't trust her. How did I even get to this point, right? Yeah. The, it was the ass. Fucking with Daquan. <laughs> it was your lack of fucking moral accountability, damn it. Don't I know it. <laughs> no, because no, that's what it is. It's a moral accountability. You have to you have to hold yourself accountable to what you believe. No one else is gonna do it for you. No one else is even gonna be able to recognize it because who talks about exactly what it is that they believe and what it is that moves and drives them people that do they have no other choice but to live by that because they've let it be known but the, to the to the to the more private folks they have a choice now they have a choice whether to be themselves or to be who everyone expects them to be you know cool kids versus Everybody else. Give me one minute. Give me one minute. Let me go acknowledge my mom because she's home and I hear her moving around. That's cool. Be right back and literally right back. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. Hang tight. Peace. What? Lisa Stansfield? You better believe it, yo. (laughs) Yo, CC Peniston, yo, just be jamming to CC Peniston. What? Are you? Quiet stuff, soft and warm. Yo, what? Man, a full body, 
a, 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 full, a full belly and a, and a long ride with the quiet storm in the rain. Then when Keith Sweat came with the Sweat Hotel, it was. <laughs> oh my God! Man. Oh my God, Keith. <laughs> Slide it to the side. Crazy, yo. <laughs> not at the sweat hotel. <laughs> Let me tell you. It was this cat um on the East Coast. What was his name, yo? He used to come on BLS. Um Oh my god, I can't remember his name to save my life right now. But uh he used to come on and people would call him with the relationship jam, right? And like they'll they'll give him like his their little relationship problems, but like yo, this cat was not cutting no slack, yo. He was not cutting no slack. He was, now, now baby, like let's he's like no, like let's really think about this. Like you expect him to stay, like after you had sex with his dad, would you had would you would you would you stay with him if he had sex with your dad? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Theo, his name was Theo. My bad. Go ahead. If y'all know what she talking about, shoot me a message. I want to hear this story because who left the gate open for Cisco? Pigeon, that's the first exotic. Oh my god! See, like, look, and that go right back to it. That go, that go right back to it. For her, a pigeon is an exotic bird. Perception is reality, and and and. Her own reality and her reality, that pigeon is, is exotic. You might not know. She might only see the little brown ones in her neighborhood. And you know what? I'm thinking now, like, I used to be into some really. I, does anyone. You remember Babar? Yeah, I love Babar. HBO. 
Bad Bar was the shit. Ten ten. Ten ten was too damn smart for his own good. just like it was just like reality bad bar that's why bad bar was so awesome because it gave they kids were yeah they were yeah yeah it was like apartheid was happening on bar on bad bar on bad bar apartheid was happening it was a cartoon on hbo what did they expect You know, advanced cartoon in 101, you know? the world what's wrong with y'all what do you mean y'all giving negroes guns over here oh nah those elephants are black people that's what happened with Curious George and then they revamped it and changed the uh, animators and stuff it started to, you started to see Curious George was like the smart one out of the duo and that uh, the man in the yellow hat was pretty much profiting off this monkey's ingenuity and uh, engineering. <laughs> and curiosity. Yeah, it's I like. Listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. S- I'm not going to say the name of the application because I don't want to be like promoting people for free, but I will uh, shoot you a text message with the name of a, uh, a good a good app to use for stuff like that. That bar was wise himself.
and they was in this little castle in their kingdom. They had built their kingdom because his father was a really honest king. He took care of his people. And all of a sudden, they had torches and shit. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. What you mean? Like, I had a whole breakdown over Bad Boy. I, I, I think I just <laughs> I repressed those memories. I was very traumatized and hurt that I didn't get to know what happened. I needed to understand he was okay, but... <laughs> That's my little learning landfall. Man, Bad Bar. Bad Bar was one of those was one of them shows, yo. It was one of them shows. Like, Bad hey, Bar, think Bad about Shaka Zulu for children. Think about think, <laughs> yo, for real. But look, remember Captain Planet? Captain Planet taught because I didn't like half the stuff that they were talking about were completely foreign to me as a kid. Completely foreign. Like toxic waste. Litter. Didn't it? It was always a somebody right in town. I mean, but if you do just want to pay somebody for these gems, my uh, cash app is uh, dollar sign Aquary DT. That's Aquary Dog Tomato DT. <laughs> Shameless promotion. Listen, you can't. You I can't go Delta Tango because somebody out there gonna be like uh, Tango what? And then they probably gonna send it to the wrong person. So I'm gonna use words that they know. You know, I'm gonna use words that they know. Dog and tomato. <laughs> Which one was this? Interacting with people of different races and different cultures. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had the busy world of uh, Richard Scary teaching you about your cultures and how to mm-hmm. interact with people of different races. Yeah. You had Babar teaching you about imperialism. You had, uh, who were we just talking about right after Babar? Captain Planet teaching you about the ecosystem. Captain Planet got you, he getting you together with your ecosystem. Um, who else we have seen? And we're not even in live action right now. We and we in nothing but animation. Ten ten, ten ten was over there teaching you about courage. And I mean, if you put in a different situation, 
that you have the tools. There's always tools there to get you out of whatever situation you're in, even if the reason why you're there is your fault. It's your you own fault. Have the tools to get yourself out of it. Man, Tente used to, <laughs> they used to get into some unconventional shit, and they always involved trains. They was always on the train. But you know what? That's why I used to like uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm was the truth. And what was the other one? It was like a little Indian, a little Indian guy. Um, not the one with Johnny Storm, but it was another show. It was like an Indian kid and somebody else. And it was it was about the dog, really. It was about the dog? It was really about the dog. What channel it came what like what um yeah, what channel did it come on? I don't even remember to be completely honest. Um I started watching a lot. The, the 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 bulk of the episodes I saw, uh, they were on uh, Cartoon Network years ago, years and years and years ago. Like back when they first started, and they used to play it at night, like right after Space Goes Coast to Coast. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch Space Ghost. I used to watch Space Ghost. <laughs> Man, yo. Oh my god. Oh my Shout god. Shout out to the Cartoon Network when Adult Swim's theme song used to be the swimming pool. <laughs> 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 Shout out to everybody who came up during that Cartoon Network. Man. When, when the adult shows came on, they gave you 15 minutes for that broadcast for you to go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> I'm telling you, because once your parents heard that music, they coming in there. Whoever ain't old enough need to go to bed. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing watching a screen that say Adult Swim? A whole can of worm. This is what you got to eat for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sex relationships, you heard me? This was that was on some whole other acid trip shit. When Steffi was teaching you about the own aspects of mental illness, they were over there really dealing. They were on drugs on that show. Touche. Touche. Drinks turn out of certain little bottles and their mental state would be altered. Why the room had smoke in it, they come out their eyes red. Like shit you weren't even paying attention to as a kid. Now when you watch that shit, you was like, I was watching this. Oh my god. <laughs> no wonder our parents didn't want us watching this shit. <laughs> that's, that's what you really had to worry about when your, when your kids was watching on the cool. They was throwing all kinds of subliminals up in them motherfucking cartoons. Man. I don't know. But Renny Stimpy was my shit though, because it also taught you that through all that, through all that, they needed each other. Again, that's teaching you about codependency. But in the end, that codependency is what kept them both alive because without each other, they just, they, they didn't know how to act. We uh, all knew oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and that time Stimpy left, what Ren do? What did he do every time uh, Stimpy left? Stimpy! Stimpy! 
feels that the good needs the bad, the bad needs the good in order to balance out and be, they have to harmonize in some form or fashion. Well, listen. They have to work together in some form or fashion. In order to make their life work, yeah. So, I while we're keeping with the theme of cartoons that teach you things, let's not forget there has been a revamp of the Animaniacs. I've only watched one episode. It was... I've watched none. It was okay. Uh, I did enjoy Pinky and the Brain. These revamps are so fucking washed out. I know, they but... Animaniacs has always been the cartoon that made fun of itself. Animaniacs has always been like the Deadpool of cartoon TV shows. You know? The dry humor. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's interesting. Sad time. You know what I'm saying? That you have to understand to understand type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to get the butt of the joke in order to get the joke itself. Unless, if not, then you are, in fact, <laughs> the, fucking joke. the butt of the joke. <laughs> we're <laughs> laughing now, we're laughing at you yeah. instead of the joke. <laughs> Yo, pinky in the brain teaching you about megalomania <laughs> and codependency. <laughs> Because we know that Brain would not be able to get any of that done if he didn't have Pinky there annoying the shit out of him at every step. Pinky was the Brain's driving force to take over the world to get away from Pinky. But when he finally did, he couldn't operate. He couldn't because he had been, he never operated by himself. He was never shown his full capacity by himself because when you're in a codependent relationship with somebody who wants to control you, they're never going to want you to see your full potential. They only want you to be able to function with them. You see? Mm-hmm. So in, it, in itself, he needed brain. And when in actuality, brain needed pinky because you need that aspect of the naivete. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't need to know everything. You need that innocence there. As it's same with Ren and Stimpy. Stimpy was innocent. That's why normally Ren would be out there trying to scam people, and Stimpy would end up getting the same shit, being nice, being generous, being honest. And it teaches you what shit you can get what you want doing this, or you can get what you want this way and see what you and see what you get. Mm-hmm. And nobody, nobody likes to see that aspect. See. Even as kids, that's the early, when you're a child, your brain has the capacity to meet, to just see. See, kids are honest. If a kid tells you, you ugly, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm blessed to say, there ain't no kid ever called me ugly. <laughs> Thank God for that. Kids will tell you, you ugly, you, or you stink, or I don't like you. The kids usually tell them the truth. There's something about you that ain't vibing, right? Dude. I never had a kid tell me I was ugly. I had a kid tell me a couple other things, though, and I'm like, you need to shut your little ass up. <laughs> Let somebody hear you. <laughs> and then start... Oh, not hear you. Yeah, and start ragamuffing that yeah. little ass around this house. <laughs> Speaking of... Okay, so since we're talking about shit kids was watching, I was into horror movies as a kid. That's my thing. I would beg my parents to let me watch, and I'd be terrified out of my mind. I think maybe that, that kind of set me up to be able to deal with the shit I deal with now. There's a lot of knowledge that is in astrology can lead you down a dark path, right? <laughs> I love Constantine. 
I want them not to revamp it. I want that second movie, and I want it to have Shia LaBeouf in it because I'm also a Shia LaBeouf fan. That man is Who is a manly man. I don't know. I mean, if you're listening, this is how I gauge a man. He needs to know how to fight. He needs to have calluses on his hands. (laughs) A man needs to know how to protect you, and he needs to know how to work for a living. I don't give a shit what he's doing. I don't. I don't care. He needs to work. If he ain't got no calluses on his hands, and his hands softer than yours, I need you to question what the fuck he's doing. I like manly men over here. I'm sorry. That's what we do over here. All right. Especially if you call yourself wanting one of wanting a man to protect you, how he gonna protect you when he can't work? <laughs> All right. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what? What about what about the man that's you know stuck in a wheelchair? He's gonna have calluses because he's had to work for his life to move around. Who says so that? His, his mama, mama could have had money. He could have like one of them little. He, Okay. He's still, you know what I'm saying? He's still doing what he got to do. It might not be in the way he wanted to do it, but he's making do with what he got. He's willing willing to the job. Okay, so let me ask you this then. Does that mean that your definition of a man is skewed? Is skewed? Yeah. Because you said that. I mean. say this and I'm, I'm only asking these questions pretty much as like a, a, a devil's advocate for the people that, who I know are going to have these kind of questions and they're not here to ask these questions themselves. Low key uh, I want to just go ahead and say I agree 100% with what she's saying about you know a man's going to go out there and make something happen. He's not going to sit idly by and not at least make an attempt to to, to make, make it happen. Everybody ain't able to just be you know, mm. great right now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, growth takes right. time. So, uh, that being said, I'm asking her this question because I want it to be, uh, you know, and, I, and I'll ask some of the male uh, uh, guest stars as well what they look, you know, what a woman means to them. Because I want people to understand the perspective. You know, like yeah. everyone's perspective is not the same. So because, you know, uh, Fox's perspective is going to differ from some people does not invalidate 
their perspective. It just means that for her and her personal life and her reality, this is what she's looking for. This is what defines, you know, the, the, the person that she's looking for. So go ahead and, and, and finish your piece up. Once she see you in danger, you're going to have to keep her off. they can't fight look have you watched the boxing match lately like yo so so if you all right if you watch these professional matches these guys do not want to get hit in the face they do everything they skip like and i'm like man you a boxer they, they, you know, that I guess that's why folks just watch MMA because them dudes will beat the hell out of each other. I see. Here's the deal. Them men whooping the hell out like that. That's a little bit more gory for me. And I didn't, I, sometimes you don't know your limits as a lady. So you see some really masculine shit like that. And you're kind of like, he dislocated his what now? He lost <laughs> it on the audience. Ah! Oh, okay. Mm. It's time to go. It's a little bit too much testosterone in the for me, but I will say the scars to me on a man are so sexy. So I like a man with scars. They usually got a good story. A do you, good story. Either it's funny or it's some it's some shit that pops off, yo. So do you, do you think that's why a lot of do you think that's why a lot of women watch like WWE instead? Because it's more like it's more like a man opera. It's like a mopra. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a mopper. They come out in their panties and, and they slap each other around for a couple of minutes and they wrestle each other to the ground. It's, it's a little it's a little homoerotic. It's a Ideologies. 
I mean, because I, listen, I haven't I haven't seen any cartoons. I haven't seen any cartoons that kind of point at that. But you know, everybody watched wrestling. <laughs> with the barbed wire. Who's dying? But you know, Virginia has, Virginia also has like a, a large, un, like uh, like a minor league wrestling community too. You know, back in them days. It's like that's an like inbred shit, kind of like Philadelphia and those uh, four wheelers and shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Shit you don't really understand unless you're from there. Yeah. <laughs> Another country. People doing all different stuff up there with a new accent. They be speaking French. Just like I you. I want to see how they do. I want to see how they interact. I want to. I want to go to South America. I want to go to Havana. I want to see how they interact and how their people just go about their day. Because I'm pretty sure there's still matching points of how or parallel parallel 
back and compare to my own life, but everything is still always a little bit different when you're not from there. And I think that's cool as fuck. Like, yeah, everybody go to the club, but see, over here, it's a little bit different because we got this kind of setup and we got to work with this kind of DJ. And that shit's cool as fuck to me. That's what's up. Well, you gotta have that have that openness, though. A lot of people don't have that openness to even be willing to venture into the unknown. There's nothing so scary about it once you understand that yes, it's the unknown. But how are you gonna call yourself growing and learning when you're not willing to get into the unknown? You gotta be. Come on, you but, gotta be willing to get out there. But this is the thing, Fox. The there is no unknown. For real? Because there's nothing new. That's that you that you never that you didn't know that you knew or that you hadn't learned yet because once you once you know it you've always known it that's some real shit though like once you learn yeah, something what you start what doing you, know. you start doing that self reflection you start checking those Hell receipts yeah. you're going to go and you're going to go and play that sudoku board over again and see if you can make it right Even if it even if it didn't work, it would just prove your prejudice to be right. But what if it does? Exactly. It's like what if you can use aspects of your natal chart when you go to therapy? What if you had a mm. natal chart based counselor who knew and understood the aspects of you and could be able to explain to you not only the reason why you have an eating disorder, but why it runs in your family. Exactly. Where you got that from. Why you do the shit that you do? Why you're a compulsive hoarder? All right, listen. Them houses and yeah, shit, it yeah. gets deep. It yeah. gets deep. All of the things, these are not just surface value things when you start talking about your nail chart. This ain't no motherfucking horoscope here. These are real aspects of yourself that you can sit back and be like, God damn, you right than a motherfucker. Hell yeah, I'm like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. For example, they like to say that people with Mars and Virgo. People with Mars and Virgo are very, we're very nervous because I have a Mars and Virgo in Virgo. They say that we've had to work a very, very long time for acceptance. 
we've never been in a situation where acceptance was just shown to us. We always had to work for it, right? Mm-hmm. But on a whole another note, if that's just one aspect, there's another aspect to say that people with Mars and Virgo have a high tendency to be serial killers. Very strategic, <laughs> very quiet, very able to watch you and find out not only your schedule and what time you leave for work, but how you like your coffee, when you get up and get your coffee, how long it takes you to pee. When you come out to pee, do you cut the light on in the kitchen? See, that's that detail-oriented shit. There's a whole other... It makes you respect the aspect of people. I'm not saying go out there and respect serial killers, but you got to respect that it's a monster in every single person. Every The way you war, the way you show anger, aggression, that shit is serious. Yeah. Famous serial killer, they read uh, they read his natal chart. He had Mars and Aries. Very wow. aggressive. Wow. Very very aggressive if left unchecked this is these are aspects of yourself that left unchecked and just gone willy-nilly they can take you there but it's also don't get it fucked up it's not just the aspect of mars and aries what about where was his son placement how does he show anger how did he interact with other kids when he grew up mm-hmm. it, it brings you there it brings you all the way there. It'll show you, okay, well, the reason why he had all this anger was X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z. And wow. most likely, he dealt with this in his life, and it brought him up to this point. That man was very handsome, very charming. So was American Psycho. <laughs> he was an Aquarius. You he, heard me? He's an, he's an Aquarius. He was born uh, the same day as me, uh, 10 years prior. In real life, not in the movie. I'm gonna put this thing here as a deal. Very charming, very able to go to work every day. How you doing, Karen? You all right? How your kids doing? You good? As soon as you get back to the house, murder. Chopping bitches up. It's murder. Just... <laughs> Cause that's not nothing y'all need to be concerned with. For sport. For sport at that. <laughs> I'm killing people today <laughs> because. Look, he over here, he's like, yo, I'm killing today because my co-worker's uh, business card was fancier than mine. Like, this is his reason. And I'm not even going to take this out on him. I'm going to go find me a female because <laughs> I got underlying maternal issues that I don't want to deal with. I should be calling my daggone business card guy, like. Is that embroidered? <laughs> like, damn. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna kill this woman in your name. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this is on you. This is on you. This is your fault. It's, it's your fault because you have. project my anger. <laughs> on some stranger. <laughs> shown to them and they're going to panic 
they're going to project that shit onto you and you got to keep your wits about you because you're going to have to know when those issues are not your own. You have your own bag that you're trying to let go of. They don't need to pick up somebody else's shit. If you know somebody projecting on you, that's why it's good to read people. And by reading people, watch body language, watch behaviors, watch how they interact with folks. Misplaced aggression is a real thing. You ever try to check on somebody who's oh, yeah. not in a fight? Nine times out of ten, they might even hit your ass or cut you out too. It's yep. not for you. It's because they're still aggressive from the the whole shit they just had to deal with. Yeah, you gotta let them. You gotta let them get over that before you, you <laughs> go inserting yourself. Down. Yeah, you gotta let that water boil no, down. No. It's still hot. <laughs> That went in, yep, yep. All right, so look, Fox, we're going to have to uh, cut it short because uh, time is getting the best of us. Uh, but as always, man, this conversation is going to go down in the record books. I'm just going to say that. But I want you I want, I want, want you to read my chart. I want you to read my chart next time. Um, yes, I told you I was, I was, yeah, and I want you to read my chart. I want you to throw. I want you to throw me up under the bus, and let me see what it looked like around the tires. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got you. I got you. We're gonna get you together. We're gonna get you right where you need to be. The Stone Fox. Fox, you got a uh, you got a website that you want to give people. Instagram, a fox's intuition, or a fox's intuition at gmail.com. Man, look, it's been awesome. It's been a wonderful night. Uh, we've had some really great revelations here. And again, we're just doing this to show some perspective. You know, we want everyone to have a voice and everyone in this family to be heard and to be accepted for who they are. Um, because I don't know everything, you know. I have some really outdated beliefs, um, but it's what I believe. And until I hear a truth that speaks to me on a deeper level, it's what I have to believe because I don't know what I don't know. You know, so we uh, we all look for some 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 wisdom and some understanding and most definitely discernment here in the Are You Experience Cafe. And um, we just glad that y'all came out tonight. Thank you very much for listening. Peace. One. Bye, y'all.